Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I'm one of these perpetually uncertain people. I am also a writer. I am a guide. I create books and I write a newsletter about these kinds of topics. I also have one-to-one calls with people who want to talk about these topics in more depth. And most prominently, I guess, I make videos on TikTok. So yeah, feel free to check out any of my stuff in the links below. Uh, or you can find me on my website at katerinawrites.com. Uh, but yeah, let's get into today's topic because this is something that I've been thinking about a lot since coming back from my trip to Cuba. Now, I will say um, that I haven't been anywhere in maybe three-ish years, over three years, of course, because of the pandemic. Um, and life has been very uh, monotonous since then, of course, for many of us, obviously. And also traveling is a luxury. Um, I, I, I'm not one of the people that sees it as something that like, I must do, I need to do it all the time. And it's fine if you do, that's great. Um, that's just not me. I don't have wanderlust. Um, so for me, it's almost, it's kind of okay to not always be traveling or to have the opportunity to it. I don't really mind. However, because the last couple of years were so monotonous to the point where, you know, literally being in isolation, literally being, uh, having to be confined because of what has happened. Um, yeah, that took a big toll on me mentally and, uh, traveling and, and getting out of my normal routine, out of my normal, like environment was actually very beneficial. So I do understand the benefits of just changing scenery and experiencing something new. Um, yeah, it's really important. And, Honestly, I was, it's so interesting how your kind of, your intuition will guide you towards things that it knows you need, right? For a long time, I was saying, I, I, I want to go sit by the beach. I want to be by water. I really love being by water. Maybe it's because I'm Scorpio. I don't know. <laughs> um, Scorpios are water signs for anyone who doesn't know, but like, it's not really how I kind of navigate things in my life. But I just, I like that, um, that kind of idea that, you know, I'm just, I just gravitate towards water. That's where I feel the most at peace, where I get my most, um, you know, just most of my ideas I have when I'm in water or around water. Um, so yeah, a lot of my intuition was telling me for a long time, like you have to go somewhere that's a beach, like somewhere. And in Toronto, we do have, um, a lake here. So you can kind of, you can go by the beach there, but I think I also needed the novelty of like a different space. And I also like the warmth (laughs) that, that makes a difference because in Canada we only have like two months of warmth so for a long time I was thinking about going and then I finally decided to do it and booked my trip and since booking I just had a lot of anxiety about going you know and I think that was a lot of the the fear associated with newness after so long of not doing anything new you will have a a sense of fear especially if you have anxiety like this is something that I deal with all the time so for a long time I was feeling very very anxious about it Um, but then I went and it was great. It was very healing. It was exactly what I needed. So it's like, that's just more evidence to trust uh, my intuition, which is something I don't do as often as I would like, but it always knows what I need. (laughs) Sometimes I try to think myself into uh, alignment, but that's not how it works. You kind of have to allow yourself to intuitively align with what you need. Um, So yeah, so while I was there, I was only there for six days. So for a long time, I was having to really make the most of the time I was there. And because of that, I realized that there's something that I really value about my life that I think probably a lot of people value but don't realize it. And I want to explore this a bit more for anybody else who's maybe struggling or trying to figure out kind of what their alignment is. For me, one thing that I really value is being able to be in flow state. 
And I talked about this in my recent newsletter for anybody who hasn't um, read that. The title is The Only Serious Thing Is Being. And the reason that I realized that I really value flow state, aside from being a writer and to write, you have to kind of get into flow state or any kind of creative act, you, you get into that flow state. Um, while I was in Cuba, I had to make the most of every single day. And to make the most of every single day, I had to push aside a lot of um, anxieties and thoughts and stresses that I have normally, you know, during during my normal life. Um, and that forced me to get into this state of flow and just like awareness of the moment, you know, like mindfulness. I was I had to force myself to do that because I knew that that was going to end. That trip was going to end and I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. And this is my only time to get that feeling to be in this state, to really experience it, to like indulge in it. Um, and then, you know, of course, not ironically enough, like I was in water, you know, flow state. I don't know. <laughs> I just find that funny. Um, yeah. And it made me realize like the only serious thing when I was in Cuba, because real life can sometimes feel very, very serious and very heavy. There's a lot of weight to it, especially when you're in a capitalist system, when you're dealing with a lot of political things going on all the time, you're seeing the news, you're on social media, you're seeing everything, you're bombarded with thoughts and ideas and whatever. And I'm one of those people who puts out my thoughts and ideas, but life can feel very serious, like real normal life can feel serious. Um, but when I was in Cuba, in my head, I was thinking, you know, subconsciously kind of actually, the only serious thing here right now is for me to be to just exist because I know it's going to end. And it made me realize like life is just as much a vacation, right? Because there is a, f it is finite. There is an end to it, but we forget that there's an end to it because every day feels so monotonous and the same because, you know, life is supposed to be kind of the same most of the time. You're not supposed to always be doing something uh, crazy and new and exciting constantly, but because it can be so monotonous and so many of us can fall into the pattern of, repeating the same things over and over again because it's comfortable and it's safe, it kind of feels like time is never ending. It kind of feels like life is finite. And I think that's why so many people like wake up one day and they're like, wow, it's been 20 years and I don't know what's happened or, you know, what I've been doing or whatever. And I think it's because we lose ourselves in the fact that we're not actually in the moment during that time, during those years. We're thinking about the future and we're thinking about the past constantly. Because in our heads, I think, again, this is just from my own perspective, my own experience, in our heads, we're thinking, well, this moment's going to last forever because it's the same. It was the same as the last one. It was the same as the next one. So it feels finite. Like we're, uh, it feels infinite because we're kind of stuck in this loop almost, right? But it's not. It's 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 slowly coming to an end constantly. We're slowly stepping towards that end, which I know sounds kind of scary and morbid, but I think should be a liberating thing. And I'm trying to see it as that, right? Um, but you wake up one day and you're like, wow, where has the time gone? And the time has gone because you and I and whoever has been focusing on the past so much we've been ruminating or we've been overthinking for the future because we're like, okay, well, this moment's going to be the same. So we have the freedom, the luxury, the ability to ruminate and overthink. But in reality, you don't, right? Because this moment is, this moment's not going to be the same as the next one. It's going to be done. And then you move on to the next one and then you move on to the next one and that's done. And then you move on. But it doesn't feel that way because things are the same all the time. And there's nothing there in those moments to make you feel like you're indulging in them. There's nothing in those moments that's making you fall into flow state. And that's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Because when it comes to cultivating a life you enjoy, that feels good for you, that you want to live, 
um, you know, within the confines of our system, you know, because we have to follow the rules that we're, we're in this game, you know, um, there has to be a level of flow state that we're able to get into where time and space falls away. And o the only thing that matters, the only thing that's important is that moment, because that is the only thing that's true, right? And every spiritual guru and leader and speaker says that the only important thing, the only thing that actually exists is this present moment. But we forget that because it feels just the same as the last one. And it'll feel like the next one because things are kind of the same all the time, or we're just like not really aware that it's a new moment. We kind of think it's the same one being repeated, you know? And so we don't allow ourselves to get into a state of flow where we are one with this moment. And I realize that I've been doing that a lot with so many parts of my life, right? And, you know, being in, in Cuba and having this trip to where I had to really savor every single moment I was there because I didn't, like, it was going to be done in six days, showed me how good it feels to be in flow state with yourself, with your desires, with your needs, and be in a place that's just as welcoming and open to you because it's like, you want to be there and you're there and you're seeing these interactions with people and you're smiling at people, you're connecting with people. It feels like you're also being embraced by this space that you're in, you know? And I realize like this applies to every part of our lives. And I think many of us, myself included, don't realize it. Don't realize the importance of finding that flow state in every single moment, however you can, because again, we have things to do, we have responsibilities, we have life to, like there's stuff we have to do. But there is a way, I think, and this is what I'm trying to work through right now, there's a way to tap into flow state all the time. And I think the best way to do that and what I'm experimenting with and trying to integrate into my own life is bringing in moments or things or experiences or just awarenesses that this this moment is going to end. Like this is this is it. Like no moment after this is going to be exactly the same as this one. And so to me, at least, what I've realized, it it makes me focus on it a little bit more. It makes me do the thing that I'm doing in that moment for the experience of it, not because it's going to lead to an outcome. Now, of course, I still have that transactional thinking where it's like, yeah, I have to do this because this will be good for me later and then that thing will be good later. And yeah, like to an extent, you have to have that mentality because the future is going to come and you want to be prepared for it, I guess. Um, but also thinking too much like that, thinking only about the outcome makes everything feel transactional and it's not because you're doing this thing because you genuinely enjoy it which i think many of us fall into right we do things not because we enjoy them but because we think we're going to get an outcome afterwards we date people not because we genuinely enjoy them not because they let us get into a state of flow in our lives where we engage and we feel this um yeah like this flow state where we're indulging in the moment because they make it easy for us to do that maybe we date them because we think there's an outcome to, to come out of that, right? Maybe it's it's that we want to really be in a relationship and this person could do that for us or whatever, or we feel like they'll give us validation. And so we're experiencing this moment for in the hopes of that validation, you know? But that's, to me, not any way to really live life because are you really living it at that point? I think you're almost like just tolerating it. You know, you're tolerating your everyday life experience for a perceived outcome or like an outcome with perceived value to you. And I realize I do that. I'm, and I'm sure so many of us do that. And I realize like I don't like it because it guides me towards things that are not aligned for me. And it makes me waste my perception of this moment 
because I'm not focused on it. I'm not doing the things I want to do in that moment, or at least enjoying the things that I'm doing in that moment, whether or not I'm forced to do them or whatever, because I'm always looking to an outcome of some sort, right? So to me that how to kind of start doing this and finding flow state is, I mean, first and foremost, really recognizing what it is that actually gives you enjoyment. Like what is it actually that allows you to get into flow state, right? I like to use the example of writing because it's like a tangible example for me or even working out or whatever. You know, I love writing because it takes me out of my brain and I kind of, I'm in my brain, but it takes me out of time and space, right? However, that doesn't happen with every kind of writing I do. When I was doing copywriting for brands, I wasn't in flow state because I didn't really enjoy it. It wasn't really what was um, inspiring me or triggering this like feeling of euphoria because it wasn't really truly aligned with me. Now, that isn't to say that you won't have things in your life that aren't truly aligned with you that don't let you get into flow state. Of course you will. That's life. Um, But I think finding the things that do as much as possible within your circumstances is, is so important. But I think so many of us neglect doing that because we're like, well, no, what's the outcome? What's the outcome? It's like that the... The outcome's not the point. The experience is the point. And if the experience isn't enjoyable and it's not allowing you to be in this state of flow, then what's the point of that, you know? Um, Yeah, so you have the things that you can actually cultivate in your life. You can lean towards more to jobs that are actually aligned with you. You can lean toward friends that are actually more aligned with you that let you get into flow state when you hang out with them. Relationships that are like romantic relationships that are more aligned with you that let you get into flow state when you're with them. You know, being with somebody because you genuinely want to be there for that experience, not because of what value they give you, right? If you're not with somebody because that they make it enjoyable to be there, they make time and space fall away, to me, the, what's the point, right? Genuinely. And sometimes those people, like, there are people who you spend time with and you don't realize that they don't let you get into flow state, Right? But maybe they're crossing boundaries. Maybe they're not as um, excited to be there with you. They're not um, meeting you halfway when it comes to your level of desire for this experience. That takes you out of flow state. So it's important to find people that match you, right? That you want to be around them and they want you there with them and they want to be around you, you know? Meeting each other halfway in that, in that state. And also, yeah, respecting each other, being okay, being, feeling safe and comfortable. And that applies to opportunities in general, right? wanting to be there and them and those things wanting to be there too wanting you there with them right um but of course like in life there are things that you cannot control there are jobs you have to do there are things you have to do because that's just what it is so you and and they're not things that are necessarily aligned with you and when it comes to that i think what i'm trying to kind of slowly start uh exploring is finding ways small ways to bring enjoyment into that moment so that I do feel more likely to indulge in it and I think a good way to do that is some sort of novelty right because if you're doing the same thing every day you're at the same job every day and it's the same thing whatever yeah you're not going to want to indulge in that moment because you're like it's the same thing it's the same thing over and over again I don't need to there's no pressure for me to indulge in this because it's the same I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow I think bringing in some sort of novelty in that experience in whatever way can help make you more mindful of it, even if the experience, even if that thing that you're doing, right, if, if it's at a job, isn't as enjoyable, I think there's a way to bring in something different, something new, that'll make you feel more interested in, okay, like maybe actually, let me savor this a little bit because it is new and I haven't done this before, or I might not do it again for a little bit, even if it's still at my mundane, you know, monotonous job, right? Like, 
And I think something like that could be as simple as changing up your morning routine, right? Doing something different, eating something different, like bringing something different, you know, doing something different with your hair or whatever, where you're like, oh, wow, like I really want to like really savor this moment that I'm out in public and I've done something new to my hair. I've put on a new makeup look that I don't normally do. Like it is small things like that that help, I find for myself, right? And this is obviously different for everybody, but finding small things like that that allow you to indulge in the moment just for you ultimately, right? Indulge in the moment, find some sort of flow state where you're, you're okay existing in this moment and truly experiencing it. And just like, like just having fun now presently because it's again our lives are finite and we forget that and we don't uh, realize that there is a lot of weight to that even though life shouldn't be dramatic and stressful all the time or heavy I don't think that at all um but I think when you look back at your life you want to be able to look back and say, yeah, you know, I savored as much of it as I could have. I, I really indulged in, in the moments that I could indulge in that I, because I wanted to. And that's the point of life is the experience, not the outcome. Because ultimately, the outcome of life is going to be the exact same for all of us. <laughs> the outcome is death, inevitably. That's the outcome. That's it. it whatever else we think is going to happen, that's 100% sure. So if that's 100% sure, you know for sure that's the outcome and you don't have to think about it all the time and stress yourself out or anything like that. But to be aware of your mortality, that's actually a good thing. It's it's like a very liberating thing again because you realize like there's no there's nothing I can do or ruminate on or overthink about that's going to get me a different outcome than that, right? And I think that's kind of the mindset we're trapped in as humans who kind of tend to have a bit of like a... Sometimes we have a, almost a, like a godlike complex to ourselves because we're so in our own heads and we're so conscious we forget that there's nothing we can do or change to change the outcome of life in that way, in that specific way. And so if if that's going to happen regardless of what we do, what we overthink, how we people please, um, you know, whatever we do for others and how we abandon ourselves for others, whatever, if there's nothing that we can do or say to change that outcome, then I think the next thing to do and really recognize is then I need to enjoy the life that I have while I have it. And that does mean... Um, being self-aware it does mean setting boundaries it does mean saying no when you need to say no it does mean not um staying around people or things that don't feel good because you feel like well they'll accept me if i do this or do that it's like what is that acceptance when you are thinking back you know 80 years down the line right it's not it's not going to be important at that time the only thing that's important the only thing that's serious is being and to be, to be fully present and enjoy the moment, you have to feel good. And if you don't feel good in some way, then you won't want to be in this present moment. And if you don't want to be in this present moment, then you will you will overthink yourself 30 years down the line and you'll snap awake and be like, wow, where is the time gone? You know, and that's something that I think about now a lot because I don't want that. Right. And I feel like I have done that for a couple of years in my 20s, most of my 20s, actually, from high school to my 20s to my late 20s, because during that time, it's all about, okay, now I got to do this and I got to go to school and I got to graduate and I got to do, like, it's all about the next, next, next thing. And I woke up at one point and I was like, wow, like, I'm in my 30s now. So, but like, did I really savor a lot of the stuff that I wanted to savor? And a lot of it, I didn't. I tolerated a lot of stuff, which isn't good. Even if it was stuff that I enjoyed, I didn't realize that the enjoyment was the point. I thought the point was the outcome. 
<laughs> which is, you know, looking back now, of course I needed to do all those things to learn this and to realize it. But now I'm trying to be really mindful of it and recognize that I want to experience things for the experience themselves itself, not for the outcome that I think it'll give me because it might not give you that outcome at all, right? So yeah, <laughs> I hope this was an interesting episode. Again, it's something that I'm still exploring. I'm still thinking about. I'm still processing. But I think it's really important for all of us to to start thinking about it when it comes to our lives and how we can incorporate flow state so that we genuinely enjoy existing in the moment and being here because that's the point. The point is for us to be here and be here with one another, right? Not to be physically here, but mentally somewhere else and thinking about this or thinking about that. Like No, like being present, being with one another that connection to others and to yourself and to like the universe as a whole is really important. Um, and I think that's the most valuable part of this experience. So yeah, I hope this was interesting. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I just released a new handbook all about self-worth, exploring my, um, my own experiences, my own thoughts on self-worth, how you can maybe start incorporating it into your life, how it might manifest in your life, like self-worth struggles, how they manifest. Um, what they look like if you're not sure about it. It's more of an introductory kind of book on the concept, but um, it also has journaling prompts at the end. Um, it's a fillable PDF, so you can answer those journaling prompts on your computer, which I think is really beneficial. Um, yeah, you can find that on my website. And thanks again for listening. I'll be back again next week with another episode.